All right, a visit about an important issue with Global News Television's Karen Lieberman. She's been able to secure the trust. Um, it's not an easy thing to do for uh, a teenage boy to document what he deems a assault, a sexual assault on him six years ago at a hockey camp. And I have a conversation with Karen, and we talk as parents too, and we talk about being in the media and having these conversations. And um, I think there's also a, a conversation to have about what those of us who went through youth sports as a male, as a young boy, um, things we were scared about, things maybe we were considered lucky didn't happen to us. Um, I've experienced that fear, didn't experience the abuse, but experienced the fear that it could potentially come on any night. And I did talk about that on the show. Surprise yourself with what comes out of your mouth some mornings, but here's that conversation. A story you may have seen on globalnews.ca um, is really disturbing uh, as well. Um, there's an Ontario teen and his parents that have filed a lawsuit against a company called Eagle Crest Resorts. They run a hockey camp, and the uh, accusation is an alleged sexual assault from back in 2016 um, involving four former campers and this alleged victim. Global News' Karen Lieberman um, talked to the victim, and this is some of what he told her. There was someone at the door saying that if I wanted to come in, I had to get initiated. They kind of just all grabbed me and threw me on the ground and held me down. You were physically held down? I was being held down with my arms and legs as some kid with a broom tried to put it in me from behind. So it's graphic, it's disturbing, um, and Global News reporter Karen Lieberman is kind enough to join us to, to amplify uh, this story. Thanks for making the time. It says something about your integrity, your reporting, how well thought of you are that this family trusted you to speak to you about this story. So let me say that first. And, and secondly, um, it, you must have been shocked by some of the, the nature and the details of, of what this boy and his family told you. It's, it's awful. Absolutely. And I think that even if people have seen the interview, you can you can actually see it in my face because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm a mother. Um, and, and the irony, Greg, is that myself, like so many others in the city, um, I have a little boy who went off to hockey camp. You know, the irony is actually it was on Monday when the story first aired that my little six year old boy started a hockey day camp. And so no doubt these are things that you you know, you think about and, and they weigh on you and um, and the allegations are, are very disturbing. It's an incredibly distressing story. It's quite clear that the alleged victim has been impacted in, in a major way. Um, he's a teenager now. The alleged assault happened six years ago. Um, you know, he says that he for a very long time was known as the broom boy because he had confided in some friends when he got back to the city, you know, after after camp and told some friends and, you know, friends talked and, and they, they, you know, found humor um, in a horrific situation. And this was a label that he carried with him for a long time. He said it stuck to him like glue. And, and that's a horrifying thing to hear. And it's, it's a terrible thing to sit with somebody and see such pain in their in their eyes and, and to know that not only did he say that he experienced this, but that he was bullied over it on top of it. So, so just goes to show that the impacts continued in a, in a time space continuum, this um, alleged assault, Karen would have happened before what happened at, at St. Mike's school. But you and I know that, and I would talk about that on the radio and I'm sure, um, you know, uh, we covered it a ton on global, on global news. And 
it, that disturbed people to their core as well. Like we need less of these stories, not more. But it, it, it is unbelievable that we're having conversations about something when we have such awareness of personal space, of 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 what an assault is, about what, what, what you know, what is absolutely wrong and unacceptable now. And we still have these stories. And can you imagine, Greg, how triggering it must have been for this this teen when he was seeing the headlines come out about yeah. what happened at St. Mike's? Like how how traumatic, you know, that must have been for him. And, and he talked to me about that as well. Um, and so maybe, you know, some background for people who, who don't know about this lawsuit. You know, this is a pretty, pretty substantial lawsuit that the family now launched um, six years since the alleged assault. Um, you know, there's there's a, a lot to it, but but essentially they're suing Eagle Crest Resorts, which runs Hockey Opportunity Camp. That's the name of this sleepaway camp. It's in Sundridge, Ontario. That's uh, north of Toronto, like two, about two and a half hours north. Um, and it was, you know, a one-week session. And uh, this boy attended. It was his first time away at sleepaway camp. Um, and then he says that there, you know, he went into a cabin and, you know, was told that there was like this initiation, you know, being a 12-year-old didn't even really understand what that meant. Um, and then before he knew it, he said he was held down, as you heard in his own words, that he was restrained. Um, and the boys used um, a broomstick to penetrate him anally. Um, and so, you know, there, there's, there's so much. There is so much here. Yeah. And then, you know, the next day, camp was over. He says that the, the counselors um, and I guess the camp owner had put them in a circle and that he was in a room with the, you know, alleged, you know, perpetrators and that they had to talk about what happened. <laughs> and we know so much, Greg, about yeah. sexual assault and about victims and, and, and I mean, how wrong that could possibly be, you know, to have to sit in a room and face someone after, you know, allegedly experiencing such a horrific thing. Um, and then the following day when mom and dad come and pick him up, you know, they're like, how was it? And they're so excited and they're expecting to see just, you know, pure joy on his face and just red flags. Like right away, like dad was like, I just, I just knew something was wrong. And they said that they asked him, would you come back to camp? And he said, no. And they're like, well, that's weird, but I can't tell you. And that's when they were like, no, 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 no. You're going to tell us right now. And and dad said, we wouldn't even get in the car until he told us what happened. And that he had had to pry it out of him because he would, he says he was told not to say anything, that it was taken care of, that the camp ownership had shared the information with the parents and Greg Actually, what happened was that a camp letter was sent home. Mm. I have it in front of me. I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll read you just like two little lines in here. The counselors interrupted a type of initiation hazing behavior. What started as cabin horseplay involving spraying sunscreen and hitting each other with a broom quickly escalated into inappropriate initiation acts using the broom handle to intrude other people's personal space. That's it. So mom and dad called 911. And then, uh, you know, police became involved and uh, and they say they learned six months later that charges would not be laid because the four boys were ages 11 and 12. And then here we are six, six years later. Karen Lieberman's our guest. You can see this story on globalnews.ca. And and I think about what you said with your six-year-old. And I, I'm raising two teenage boys right now. And um, you, you have a certain power as a parent to to watch out for danger, right? You, 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 you tingle a little bit. Your spidey sense comes up on a dangerous situation. You know, that could be riding your bike into traffic. But I'll tell you, when you when you send your kid to sleepaway camp, Karen, when you send your kid to university, when you send them anywhere overnight or there's large pockets of the day where they're away from you, you lose that power a little bit, and it's a helpless feeling. And I can only imagine you speaking to these parents thinking, 
what could we have spotted? What could we have done? Where, where, you know, and 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 they they just must have felt so so beyond demoralized and helpless that they that they couldn't do anything. And yet, and there's some situations you just can't. And that's the thing. And they live with that. And they live with that every day. And as I said, it, you know, it escalated to bullying. And so, and so why now? Well, yeah. obviously, you know, there is this lawsuit. They have seen what's been happening, you know, with the Hockey Canada scandal. Um, and mom says she feels she has a responsibility. And, and you, you know, you can hear it in our report. And it's really quite a plea, you know, just from the depths of her soul, you know, indicating that she feels that there's, she has a responsibility to other children and that it has weighed on her and that she has worried that this has happened to others. But because she was living it so closely, it was too hard to talk about it until now. Um, but that, you know, we do, we do, Greg, as humans have a responsibility not to be silent, you know, and that takes a lot of courage. Um, and obviously this young boy is, is such a brave brave guy. And, um, you know, the, I guess my one, and I will add, obviously, yeah. none of these allegations have been proven. They've all yeah. been denied. No charges were laid. You know, this is now an ongoing uh, civil suit. But I will say that my wish from it is that we have more of these conversations like you and I are having right now. Yeah. We talk about it with our kids, our boys and our girls, and we discuss that, you know, this is not okay. It is not okay to even be considering doing these ridiculous things, hazing, initiation, whatever it is. It's it's just, you know, it, something's got to give at some point. It's got to stop. 100%. Karen, thanks so much. I, I hope we can, uh, if you keep covering this, I hope we can keep following up on this as this lawsuit moves along. Thanks for making the time for our audience this morning. Appreciate it. Thanks. Karen Lieberman joining us on, uh, of course, 640 Toronto. I'll tell you really quickly, um, I, that word kind of makes me cringe a little bit. Initiation. I heard about it. And for a hockey team, even being 12 years old, here's what would happen. You start playing uh, competitive hockey, 9, 10 years old. But at 12, you join, a like in our little town, you're playing with older players who are 13 and you're 12. Like they're born in one year, you're born in the other year, you're coming up. We're going to initiate the younger players. And what would happen is we'd, we wouldn't know when it would happen. You'd get... Uh, thrown into the shower with your clothes on. You'd get changed after practice. You'd get thrown into the shower. But you were grabbed, and nothing ever happened to me, but you're worried it will. Will you be the one it happens to? What will happen? Like, there's, you know that there's threats. What do you do? What happens when you get thrown in the shower? Because you know with older players, and you've heard about it from other kids from other schools, they'll shave you. They won't shave your face. They won't shave your chest. Think a little lower. And that's a rough thought for a 12. There's no hair down there anyway. But at 12 or 13, you're petrified. You're scared. And I just hear Karen say that word, initiation. And I will tell you honestly, I'm sure I've, I've done stupid things and I've said stupid things. I never participated in grabbing a kid. I never, ever made a kid feel intimidated about that kind of stuff. I'm sure it was a jerk in a lot of other ways. But I remember feeling that. And I got grabbed by four kids, pushed into the shower, Shower comes on, it's cold water, your clothes are getting soaked. And I'm like, if this is it, if this is all, maybe I'm one of the lucky ones. And I would make the case that in, in the mid-80s, I probably was. Because nobody talked about this stuff. I'm telling you this for the very first time. Um, and I've never said it in front of a micro. And it's nothing. You got a little wet. Your clothes got wet. But your fear is that it's going to be worse. God, this has to stop. This has to stop. This runs so deep into our sports, and yeah, into hockey specifically. Yeah, it does. We got to fix it.